Welcome to the Oak Whites In The Frame podcast. During this series, we talk about all sorts of topics to do with self-build. This is episode 16. Today, we're with Dave Tonks here from PJT Custom Build. And in this episode, we're going to discuss turnkey project management. Essentially, there's too much choice out there. Um, So one of the jobs as a project manager is to try and narrow the field down. Knowing what people do and don't do, where the trades you think would just, uh, you know, work with each other day in, day out. We do actually call it the grey area. So it's this area where, yeah, one trade says, oh, no, it's not my job. They say it's their job and they say it's their job. And in reality, it ends up being nobody's job. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's always a solution. Hi Charlie, good to see you again. Good to see you Dave. And today we're in one of the projects you actually built yourself. We did, yes, yes. Uh, one of the projects we built was Steve and Suzanne. This is their lovely home. Dave, so we uh, as Oakwrights and uh, and yourself, so how long have we been working together? So in partnership, we've been together since 2015. So, um, yeah, essentially, we started the business up, uh, as I say, 2015, purely driven from sort of client requests, client pressure, really, in terms of some sort of support mechanism to help them build their dream houses. Because we operate in sort of different uh, uh, ends of the country, don't we? We do, yes. So we're yeah. on the west and you're yeah, on the east. very much on the east. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you pick up um, really uh, over this side of the country and work within sort of the a parameter of your home, don't you? We do, yes. We tend to work sort of within a 50-mile radius of our Cambridgeshire base is where we are. So we, we, we'll go as far as sort of Suffolk up, up, and then in sort of on the outskirts of London, M25 um, area. So yeah, quite a wide area, quite yeah. heavily populated. Um, and, and how many projects will you sort of try and run a year? We tend to, I mean, for us, it's all the important bit is not to spread ourselves too thin. So as a general rule of thumb, we'll always have sort of two or three projects ongoing yeah. uh, during at any one time at various different stages during the whole design, uh, sort of the whole build process. The great thing of our partnership together is that you're able to offer our clients everything we don't do. Uh, and completely starting from scratch through to the finishing of it. We do. And, uh, and that's the beauty of, of, of uh, our relationship. But is the reason why someone would go with turnkey is, is picking up all the bits that we don't do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, essentially with a, with a self-build project, is it, there's so many complexities with the whole process from, from the health and safety aspects, the coordinating of the trays, the organising all the materials there at the right times. It, 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 it can be a, a right minefield at times um, and, and quite daunting for, for the client who, you know, generally speaking, self-build clients, it's a, it's a one-off, something they've never done before. Um, so, yeah, essentially we're there as that support mechanism to, to help build their dream house uh, that's where we come in brilliant because we have uh, the way we see it in in uh, sort of different levels of uh for our clients you have the the true traditional self-builder which i don't think there are too many of nowadays but who will do everything themselves literally build the house out the ground um and then we have sort of uh, the clients who sort of project manage themselves and still will get involved, but generally just overlook the trades and, and things. And then the next step is is uh, what you offer, which is the full tone key. And that's essentially when you, you handhold our clients straight through the process. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, a, as a project management company, essentially we take over as soon as the client has planning permission. Um, so by the time, generally speaking, the client has planning permission, um, they're already engaged with yourselves as Oak Rights, and so the design process is all very much underway. Um, we then sort of take up the, the reins in terms of discharging any of the planning conditions, because invariably when you get planning permission these days, there's a, a multitude of uh, conditions they put in place to make sure that uh, they're sort of compliant. So we, we sort of run through that whole process with the client. Um, 
and then we, we take the process all the way through um, until you know essentially the clients move into the house. Um, that's where we are. And I like that you've just touched on the the health and safety and so sort of the, uh, the the discharge of the conditions because there's a hell of a lot that goes on in the front end before you even break ground, isn't there? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what we tend to find from experience is that the clients are, you know, they get the plan permission, oh, great, we can start. But, it, but in reality, there's a, a, there's a multitude of layers of different things that needs to happen before we hit the ground because you know, what, what you wouldn't want to happen is that you, you want to start on site and then the, the old project stop, start, stop, start, stop, starts because you haven't got everything sort of lined up. So it can take um, literally months really um, in terms of getting all the conditions discharged, getting health and safety aspects all sorted out, um, get the, the initial trades all lined up so that when you do start, the job then just flows. Good to go. I think in reflection from my own build, uh, I think that's one of the things that surprised me is is that sort of oh we had so much uh, you know conditions to discharge before we could start mm. and and uh, and again I guess the the really important thing is the health and safety um, because you have to have somebody who um, you know looks after that for every trade you know uh, takes the responsibility of the health and safety on site and there's a lot of. Uh, uh, regulations to adhere to isn't there? there is there is yeah and uh if, 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 for someone that's never got had any involvement with that up to date yeah. uh, as i say that the whole process can be very daunting um the advantage of having someone like ourselves on board is that we've, we've already walked through that process we understand the complexities of the whole process and we're we're essentially there to take that that pain away from the client yeah. because because the self-build uh, process should be an enjoyable experience um and so many occasions we've seen um, clients that, that haven't had a project manager and uh, just get sort of bogged down with the whole process and it ends up in tears. And yeah. clearly that's not what any of us want. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're there really to, to handhold, to support, uh, to engage with the clients in whatever manner they want us to. We, we can tailor our offer to suit their requirements. And yeah, some, some builders or some clients... Um, they, they want to get their hands dirty. They want to get involved. Often we have to keep them off, off certain aspects from a health and safety perspective. But we, you know, we'd like to see clients involved with the process because um, essentially it is a health build project. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's no point in us sort of taking all the, the control and all the discipline away from them because if they're not engaged with the process, they, they won't enjoy it. So, so yeah, we, uh, we flex our, our uh, offer really to suit the client's needs um, and as I say take the strain away so they enjoy the process does that mean I lose all my choice do I not therefore have an impact on what I can choose and have and uh, you know uh, my taste uh, absolutely not no 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 I mean it's um, essentially the the important thing is is that the, the house we're building take this house as an example, Steve's designs, it's their house. It's not a house that I've built for them. It's their house. So everything, you know, from the from from the knob handles on the on the kitchen to the light switches to the lights, yeah. That that whole process, the clients involved. Yeah. Um, there, there is essentially there's too much choice out there. Um, so one of the jobs as a project manager is to try and narrow the field down. Um, so that you know, you haven't got a situation where you've got a hundred decisions to make and a hundred choices to each of those decisions. Um, it's important for us to spend quality time with the clients, understanding the tastes, understanding the themes, understanding the color schemes, uh, and then supporting them in terms of making the right decisions. Yeah. So if you're really bringing the trades in 
and managing that and then just uh, obviously getting the decisions that you need at the various stages and and just keeping it to a timeline yes yeah i i guess essentially it's, it's to run the job as efficiently as you can as quickly as you can um as cost effectively as yeah. you can because obviously one of the other major important criteria within the whole process is is to keep the reins on the budget um in some respects to stop the clients actually running away uh, yeah. and spending thousands on things that, that it's easy uh, to do it is absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and, and I, I think the other thing is important to um to work with the clients so that they prioritize what decisions they need to make you know we don't you know when, when we're in sort of digging foundations we don't need to really worry about what sort of light fittings we're going to yeah. have so and, and I, I do find from experienced clients they, they get excited by that sort of stuff and and there will be a time and a place but there's a there's a, a thousand decisions that need to be made before we get to that stage in terms of the lights um, and, and things of that nature so yeah we we just we just walk the client through the whole process so they're that they're being presented with the right information at the right time to essentially make the right decisions at the right times. So. There's a, a lot to be said to be actually working to a timeline because aside from, you know, just the cost of materials, et cetera, by having a scaffold up welfare units and all the rest of it, yep. that attributes a lot of cost. And the longer you have that on site, that's just a cost yep. ongoing, ongoing, yep. ongoing. Yep. So yep. to be able to drive it on and, and work to a critical path um, you know, obviously, you're losing that cost in the yeah. background. It's, it's about Mac, I mean, scaffolding is a good example, isn't yeah. it? So you, you'd only probably want the scaffolding up for sort of a 16 to 20 week process as a general rule with an Oakwrights build. So obviously, you've got to, got to coordinate um, all the associated trades around that 16 to 20 week period to make sure that, that everything that needs to be done is done so that when you take the scaffolding down, you haven't, you know, there's things that need scaffolding there to go up Again, with yeah. and uh, you know scaffolding is you know it is an expensive process in terms yeah. of getting erected uh, and there's an ongoing weekly cost with all of that so again uh, our job is to sort of mitigate that cost for the client um you know to, to, to keep control of the overall budget yeah because it's again it's surprising the leading on different elements as well if you're ordering something when you need it um windows and doors for example you know for example once we're up we've done an encapsulation system um and you need your windows and your doors 16 to 20 weeks on a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. joiner isn't yeah, there yeah you know? and, and i'm finding especially in the current climate at the moment uh, lead times on materials lead times on trades uh, those unfortunately are extending at the yeah. moment so yes it's about it's, it's all about the pre-planning you know so you know making sure that as and when you're in a position to order the windows, you're there ready to actually base the order rather than deliberating for three or four weeks because um, that's three or four weeks of cost on the scaffold. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of things there really that all need sort of gelling together um, so that, you know, as I say, you're, you're time efficient, you're cost efficient, um, you're you're keeping control of the whole process. Um, and yeah, that, that's what the project manager does. Yeah. And on that basis, we, we, we touched on earlier on about um, that you uh, sort of run in tandem about three or four projects at a time, yep. which generally spans a, a year. Yeah, I find from general, from, from, the, from the time uh, we engage as a project management company, that process from, from there to, to handing the keys over to the client normally is sort of a 13 to 18 month period, depending on the scale of the job and the com complexities of the job. Um, but yeah, that's general rule. And um, and you're very, very involved. You know, you're not just doing this 
touching base once a week, are you? You are Absolutely. on site, aren't you? I, I'm on site. Yeah, it's quite interesting because we've got a partner business in terms of design business run by my brother. Uh, he's office based. Uh, I, I I haven't got an office. <laughs> my, my 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 office is the site yeah. essentially. So every day I'm out on site, um, and yeah, for me you need to be involved, engaged with the whole process. Yeah. It's uh, and it's great if you've got the clients here as well because uh, you know it's back to the enjoyment piece. So you know we normally we normally start off an early morning sort of seven half seven me too and a cup of coffee and talk about the changes we've got faced today so and that's uh, that's what drives us on a day-to-day basis so and i think that's a very important part isn't it is is that relationship um with the clients because you are there and you are building their home and it's yeah. an emotional process Absolutely, isn't it yeah you know? no i i do i do i'm so fortunately, unfortunately, whichever way when I look at it, I do get emotionally attached to every project yeah. I do. Uh, and today, I mean, I haven't been down to this site now. I say site, it's a house now. Yeah. Well, home, <laughs> it's a home now. Um, I haven't been back to this home now for uh, probably a couple of months. And it, walking through the door, it does feel like home. Yeah. It does feel like my it's home amazing. as much as yeah. Steam Suzanne's. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think I was leaving an imprint on it, really, in terms yeah. of involvement with the whole process. Uh, and, that's, and that's where... Um, you know, to have confidence, you know, from the client's perspective in the project manager, you know, and that you've got their best interest and that you are looking after it all, you know, that's very important, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah, it is yeah, so. You need an absolute trust there. Yeah. Um, you know, where I'm, I'm controlling the client's purse, string, purse strings, you know, it's uh, and, it, and it's a big investment. It's probably, it's going to be their biggest investment they make in their life. And, and there's a responsibility on my shoulders for that. So, you know, I do, do treat the money that's being spent as if it was my money. Yeah. You know, so every decision that needs to be made, it's well, would I be making that decision if it was me having to make that choice? Um, you know, back to, you know, the last thing you want to be doing is, is taking on too many jobs, spreading yourself too thin, and as a consequence then not being able to devote sufficient time with the clients on the site to make sure that the job flows properly and that the decisions being made are the correct decisions at the right times. Um, very important. One of the, um, again, reflecting back on, on my build, so we, we overlooked it ourselves. We got involved where we uh, where we could, but we're sort of managing it ourselves and bringing in the trades. But one thing that we did uh, where our experience lacked was the knowing what people do and don't do, yeah. where you, the trades you think would just, yep. uh, yeah. you know, work yeah. with each other day in, day out and go, oh, yeah, no, this is what I do. And, you yeah. know, and everything comes together nicely. Yeah. But is a, there's a, a very big gray area. Yeah, a lot well, of we, we, we do there. actually call it the gray area. <laughs> so it's this area where, yeah, where one says, oh, no, it's not my job. They say it's their job and they say it's their job. And in reality, it ends up being nobody's job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, all, there's always a solution. So there is. Uh, now, whether it's me rolling my sleeves up and doing the gray bits or whatever, it's the client doing the grey bits or whether we talk to some of the trades and saying we need to go a little bit further for us on this. Um, very important to, you know, A, to have the right project manager supporting you with the build, but just important having the right trades working with you. Yeah. So, and that, that's, a, there is a selection process with, with all of that. You know, you need to, you know, we, we have people that are on site for months at a time um, and you need to make sure that they're engaged with the process as well not just thinking it as a job. Um, so, And that's the ideal thing through you is you've obviously vetted already yeah. and gone through those trades. Yes, so yeah. you know who's coming to site. Yes. It is okay with, you know, working yeah. with Oak Frame yeah. and, and yeah. the various details, yeah. et cetera. So yeah. again, yeah. 
with us, it was, you know, taking a punt sometimes where, you know, oh, the tra- oh, they seem good, they mm. seem competent, yeah. but, yeah. you know, um, yeah. actually when they turn up and if they can do the job yeah. or not, it's a complete, it's just yeah, a risk, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it, it, it is a risk, yes. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, if, if we sort of reflect on the seven years that we've been we've been running out of the, the custom-built business, um, we, we've... We've spent a lot of time, a lot of effort in terms of vetting the trades, as you say, and we've got a good network of trades that yeah. work around us now. Um, not that you know, that we've got the advantage of that. I guess there's there's going to be some self builders there that aren't going to have that advantage. Yeah. Um, that's where that's where we come in and help. But you know, if if you're in a situation where you're having to call on a trade, um, you need to do the due diligence on it, you need to spend time with that trade to understand what they will and won't be doing. Um, and we always feel it's good to go out and see some of their previous jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you have a, a trade that's reluctant for you to go and look at one of their jobs, then that rings alarm bells for me mm. because clearly they've got something to hide. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, yeah, very important that not only you spend time on site because there's a, there's a lot going on um i mean there's times when you know all you, you can't seem to be able to move anywhere without their body being there and a bum sticking out somewhere you know so uh, there's always loads of people on site and uh you know it's great back to the engagement back to enjoying the process you need to be in it and on it and touching it and clearly if you've got a project manager you don't need to be there every day all day um but spend the quality time in the home just appreciating what's going on, seeing what's going on. It helps helps you with the whole process. So. And then so in your in your experience, what's the most challenging part of the project? Oh. Um, I, I guess I guess each job presents its own challenges. Uh, I mean being being uh, been a custom build business, every build we is we do is bespoke um so that presents different challenges be it, be it a flat roof section um you know being a, a timber clad or a stone brick house you know there's this there's so many different challenges I, I guess if you if you ask me what was the biggest challenge yeah. for getting a house out of the ground uh, so foundations is always the biggest challenge so um, clearly there's there's test holes and troll pits that are done leading up and you have your foundation design that's all done ready and waiting but until you put that first spade or the first digger into the ground and you actually identify what you're going into, um, it, it can and will occasionally create you some issues. So, yeah, I think I think in terms of the um, sort of reflecting on the last seven years of what we've been doing in terms of where have I lost most sleep, um, foundations have been there. Been, been at the heart of that so. but there's always a solution absolutely always a solution so. and again through yourself you, there is always a solution isn't there no. there's not the moment when you're sort of no, no. No, as no. a self-builder sat thinking no. oh, what do i do now no, no. well that again that's what that's the that's one of the benefits of having a project manager on board is that they've got that knowledge they've got that experience um and if and if they haven't got an answer they'll know where to go to get the answer so uh, that's the advantage that we bring on board fantastic Another aspect is like the building regulations. Uh, we had a big change uh, in June. We did. Uh, to part S, L and O, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, which is more to do with overheating and stuff. But yeah, it that is. has a, quite a large impact on sort of the general construction and what you need to achieve in terms of overheating, how you combat that and stuff. So obviously as a naive self-builder, I wouldn't perhaps be aware of that, but that's certainly something you can overlook, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a project manager, uh, one of our 
one of our key requirements is to make sure that we, we keep up to speed, not only with, with building regs, um, and that's, as you say, that's constantly changing, but the technology is also changing as rapidly yeah. as that, really. So I think it's very important to, to understand what the changes are, what the impact is of those changes, and then making sure that you sort of embrace those at, at the right times. Mm. Um, I mean, technology within housing now, with mechanical heating and ventilation systems, um, you know, with, with air source or ground source, I mean, that's, that's more relevant than, than ever now with the way energy costs are going out. So yeah. if you can run a house efficiently by, by encompassing, you know, renewables and that that's certainly way to go um so yeah very important that as a project manager we're up to speed um in terms of what's the best option out there for the client um and and making sure that we're embracing them for the right reasons um very very important and getting the envelope of the building to perform at its best you know with um by 2025, we have to have every new build has to have a, a renewable heating source, right? Yeah, absolutely. So on that basis, uh, you know, touching on the uh, air source and the ground source and all the solar, etc. Um, if you can have your envelope performing to its best, so therefore as airtight as possible. Yep. Therefore, you need the MVHR, which is the mechanical ventilated heat recovery. Yep. Always a, a mouthful there. Yeah. Um, it but it's 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 forward thinking to know what you know you need to do to prepare to get to that, and obviously which gives the best performance for the home. And therefore, to the pocket as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, as I say, back to back, back to the energy crisis that's going on at the moment with the costs going up. If you can run a, 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 an efficient house that, that's airtight, and then then heat it through, as I say, air source or ground source, then then you're not reliant on gas, electricity in terms of power in the house. Um, you know, potentially there, there might be a a bit more of an outlay initially in yeah. terms of building the house, but long term, um, it will save you money. So, so yeah, part part of a project management uh, a project manager's role and responsibility is is to table and to um, actually offer those options to the clients um, and and essentially do a cost benefit exercise there, um, and then select with the client what the best choice is um, I mean some clients don't have the advantage of, of having gas so clearly that that sort of negates or, or uh, reduces the amount of offers that you know, options you've got out there today um, but yes you need to embrace technology uh, externals I mean uh, there's so many different options there now rather than the traditional way of all, always building a house there's sort of silicon renders out there now as an option um, so yes yeah you just need to keep up to speed in an ever-changing market weigh up all the options and present the best one to the client that's absolutely perfect so Dave part of this uh, podcast series and the video series is we always have the top tips as part of our final okay. uh, part of the conversation so what top tips have you got top for tips. us I think I think the uh, uh, the number one top tip for me is enjoyment. Uh, um, I mean, it, I mean, it's a long process. Uh, it needs to be an enjoyable process. Most of our clients, are, we tend to find, are professional people uh, with busy lifestyles, um, have a desire to want to build a self-build house, but haven't got the time to do it. Um, so, you know, as a as a project manager, um, I get involved, work with the clients take all that pain away from the client and, and we we enjoy the process you know um, uh, back to you know, the, the emotional involvement with the whole thing um you know it, it, if you're not enjoying it you shouldn't be doing it so that's got to be a number one tip i can certainly concur with that i can say that my wife is now my wife because we've built a house together uh, <laughs> we went through that emotional pain yep. 
and uh, and it was tough. And it's uh, a big hurdle. <laughs> it is. And uh, I, I, do you know what? I generally don't think I would have the time now to manage it myself. It is. I mean, I, I live and breathe it as a project manager. Uh, and uh, I, would would I want to build my own? Uh, big, <laughs> a big a big question that one. Uh, you know, back to the the the, the marriage relationship scenario. Yeah. Um, no, I mean. For me, it's about spending quality time with a client so they can enjoy the process yeah. and I'll take the strain. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> then your second tip? Second tip. Um, might be a bit alien this to some people, but negotiate. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Uh, don't be afraid to, to ask for a discount. Um, shop around. Look online for prices. Um, invariably, you know, pe people always think builders' merchants is the best place to get materials. They can be, but they're not always. So, I mean, bathrooms, great example. Um, fixtures and fittings for bathrooms, you, you can get those cheaper online. So, you know, spend time looking online, shopping around. And, and if you don't ask, you don't get. So ask for discount. So it's there to be had. That's so, a great tip. Yeah. And the final tip? Final one. Um, I think I think social media plays a big part of um, the build process. Now, whether that's for, for, for inspiration, uh, whether that's to, to get some um, insight as to how other people got around things. Um, so embrace Instagram, you know. Get Pinterest accounts set up. We always, we, with all our clients, we always recommend, let's get a Pinterest account set up so that we've got all the ideas in going onto Pinterest. So so we're, we're aligned yeah. in terms of... Visually aligned. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point in me be, you know, building something uh, if, if it's not what the client wants. So, yeah. you know, get, get your bathroom designs worked out, you know, get your, your kitchen look that you're looking for. And then, then we engage in the process really in, in trying to find the best solution in terms of where to source those materials and those looks from. So, so yeah, it, you know, might be a bit alien to everybody, but yeah, certainly there's a, there's a multi, there's a plethora of information out there in terms of social media. So embrace it. That's a fantastic tip. Dave, thanks so much for joining us here today. Pleasure. Enjoyed uh, it. On Oak Quite In The Frame podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure to speak to you in the home that you've built. Yes, yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed it. Great to see you again. So thanks for the time. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of In The Frame. If you have any questions or any topics you'd like us to cover, just drop us a comment or get in touch. For more episodes, be sure to follow us on Spotify and YouTube.